0: They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks. Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer here. It's that time again. It's time to cut some crap. Crap is an acronym for culture, race, and American politics. I personally believe that when we mix culture, race, and American politics, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Anyway, welcome, folks. Thanks for being here. Remember, this is a one-finger war. You want to give them the bird, but it's really one finger to share this program far and wide. I'll do the heavy lifting. You just get everybody here. And uh, I will show you how this racket works against us. Now, for today's program, by the way, shout out to my listeners on FM, Real Talk 93.3. I know you can't write this around. You're driving, but you can always go back to it later. By the way, folks, we have an archive of all of this. But I want you to kind of put your investigator hat on, your accountant hat on, and your common sense hat on, which I know if you're a conservative, you wear all the time. We're going to talk about some simple common sense. Now, the reason I'm setting this up this way for this program is we're going to talk specifically about big tech. They're at it again with censorship and suppression and manipulating search results. But I want to give you a new way to look at it so you can understand just how diabolical this is okay so in the political campaigning world in fact any kind of donation world you can give cash donations to a candidate you understand that there are limits on the amount of money that an individual and or a corporation can give to any one candidate that's why you've heard all of these fights all over the years about campaign finance reform etc 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 because what happens is if you are able just to give unlimited amount of money to candidates then it can corrupt the system where they feel like they need to pay the donors back common sense folks i mean common sense everybody understands that so i want to talk to you first about something that's called a contribution in kind Contribution in kind. It basically means you're going to contribute to a political party or candidate, and instead of coughing up cash, you're going to do it in what's called an in kind. And that's I-N-Kind, K-I-N-D. So, an in-kind contribution is a good or a service or something offered at less than the usual charge that it would be charged for and or free. It's kind of like when, uh, when somebody pays for goods or services on a committee's behalf, right? You run ads, but it's paid for by XX. That's called an in-kind contribution, Now, an expenditure made by any person in cooperation or in concert with or at the request of or suggestion of or for favor of a candidate's campaign is considered an in-kind contribution, okay? Um, Just like any other contribution, they count against a contributor's limit as to what uh, their campaign can take in. You following me so far? They have they have limits on these things. Now, in-kind contributions go uh, all over the place and are done for many things. And some of the things are less obvious, like uh, the Rolling Stones could allow a campaign to use their song that they'd normally license for, let's just say, it's a million bucks. And because they let the campaign use it or be their theme song, then they can get a contribution in kind. But what you have to be very, very, very careful of is making sure that you do not exceed the federal and or state limits of contributions in kind. Because, see, there are limits. There are limits that you can donate. There are set amounts that you could donate. They do this to try to keep politics fair. To keep politics from being heavily weighted for one candidate, one system, one party, or otherwise. Now, put a pin in that for just a moment. Let's imagine you're on a main drag, and not the kind of drags we have today, like in libraries or schools with fat dudes dressed up like women. We're talking drag, the old term we used to call for the strip right down the center of town, right? And you're a restaurant, specializes in hamburgers. And there's other restaurants that specialize in hamburgers on that same drag. And you make a deal with maybe the local police or maybe even the local newspaper that you make sure nobody else eats in these other restaurants. You say horrible things about them. You tell them the food's bad or poison. Hey, if you're the city inspector, you go inspect the hell out of them. Keep on finding things. Throw a rat in their fryer. I don't care. Do whatever it takes and make the public turn away from them. Now, if that was your business, uh, that you were the one having that done, it would actually be criminal. It'd be mafioso, right? It'd be racketeering. If you were a business that it was being done to, you would literally go, what the hell is going on? And you would pretty soon potentially realize that the system was taking corrupt steps to manipulate you and your business. You wouldn't stand for it. It is illegal. It is illegal to do. You also need to know that uh, some of the groups that are forbidden to give money directly to candidates are corporations, labor organizations, national banks, etc. In fact, the ban applies to any incorporated organization, including a non-stock corporation, a trade association, an incorporated membership organization, an incorporated cooperative, and it also extends to professional corporations like law firms and doctors' practices. You understand there's rules. So, I'm going to ask you a question. How much do you think you would have to pay Google to get them to suppress every piece of conservative mail? Or how much do you think you'd have to pay the New York Times to only write about one particular type of candidate, not the others, and try to destroy the campaign of the other? See, you realize this racketeering goes on all the time. It is nonstop in the political world we're in. But I'm telling you, what you need to realize is it's actually in-kind donations that violate every single state and federal law out there. Now I'm going to tell you how to do it. Be right back right after this.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: I'm talking about cutting the crap within the tech industry because the tech industry, Google, you name it, they are at it again as we head into the mid midterms. Now, the reason I positioned at the beginning of the program that you need to understand about campaign in-kind contributions is because... Well, the left and tech and media is vagrantly violating these laws. Now, this is something that's trackable nowadays that really used to not be trackable. In other words, if you wanted to go pay somebody to do a particular algorithm to make sure nobody saw your candidate's information. You might have to shovel a lot of bucks under the door, but it wasn't really trackable in times past. Now, you know the media does this when they, during Trump's time, they would write 98 articles slathering and blathering about how great the Democrats were, And they would never write any good articles, maybe two, about Trump. And it was never a good article. It was just a benign article. Now, this is where technology pays off. Give you an example. If you were in the business of doing a mass email and you mail out these emails, you can actually now look who opened it, how many times did they open it? Did they hold it open, and meaning your email? Did they hold it open long enough to possibly read the whole thing? Did they read it, etc.? You can even do it with videos. Did X such and such person open the video? Did the person watch the whole video? Did they watch for the first minute of a three-minute video? Or did they watch all the way through? This is one of the advanced analytics available in a technology world, so you can cater your campaigns to your audience. Here recently, the GOP has sued Google. Now, they've sued Google because a very interesting phenomenon has happened. In the past, let's just say hypothetically, and and right now, I I just want to let you know, yeah, right now the GOP is abusing email egregiously. They were doing it before the campaign. I talked about this with President Trump's team. I said, look, people are sending too many emails using your name and junk, and it's going to make people not respond to them. And I learned something very sobering that uh, the GOP, when they get these emails, they send them out. And a lot of these emails that use President Trump's likeness and stuff, It's not even President Trump. It's the GOP. And they have right title and interest to use his name and likeness. It kind of floored me, but that's the way it goes. But you've been seeing some of this happen. What's interesting is when the GOP in the past mailed, let's say, 100, you'll look at them in increments of 100, when they mailed 100 emails, they could expect 80 to 90 of them to be actually opened. And you can actually see that on what's called the reverse telemetry. You can understand the click that somebody clicked and loaded it. There's an interesting phenomenon that's going on right now. And I know some of y'all can say because the GOP sucks. And I will tell you, yes, the GOP sucks. But put a pin in that for a moment. The GOP, now as we go into the midterms, has found out that Google is specifically... Because it can read everything sent out, sending every single donation and promotion email from the GOP to the spam folder. In fact, have you ever looked at your mail program, a spam folder? It's kind of a filtering process that sends junk there, right? It's where, hey, I'm home alone and come visit me. All the kind of crap you're going to get from everywhere, junk, 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 junk. I am from Nigeria, and my name is Kugbublablob, and I've I'm the attorney and I have fifty million dollars I need to give you. You just need to give me your bank to send it to and pay the routing fee. I send you fifty million bucks. You know what I'm talking about. It should all go to your spam filter. Well, all of the conservative emails are going right to the spam filter. How much do you think it went down? Did it go from 90 per 100 or 80 per 100, what do you think it went down to, right? What do you think it went down to? And by the way, if you're waiting for your $50 million, I'm getting it first. Now, I hate why they keep on charging me $1,000 a month to help them try to figure it out. But I'm going to get that damn $50 million. I'm just kidding. I know people have done that. I just can't believe people fall for it. Anyway, would it be bad? Would it be suppression if it, uh, it went from 80... Uh, And out of 100, you know, down to 50 out of 100, would that be horrible? You bet that would be horrible. How about the GOP mailing now can track not a single email made it or was open. Not even one per 100. Not even one. Not even one per 100. Now let's jump backwards. You understand at the top of the program why I talked about the illegality of in-kind contributions to candidates and or parties. Now think about that one for a moment. See, if they're going to fight this type of weaponized information war, then they have to understand they are making a, a conscious Decision to make a contribution to the party they love. They are actually participating in federal racketeering. It is crossing party line or state lines, and they are suppressing information. That's why I use the burger joint. Well, in this case, somebody wants to communicate with conservatives and Google and these people are saying, we do not allow you to communicate with conservatives. Conservatives want to get their message out as this is what we need to stand on in the midterms and Google and these others are saying, we're not going to allow you to talk about it. This is another form of suppression. All of this stuff that Twitter did, all of this stuff that Google did, is 100% donations in kind to candidates and a specific party. I'm going to give you more details when I come back because it's pretty bad. I'm going to give it all to you. Be right back,
0: right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it.
1: Okay, folks, we're back to the program. We're talking about how these corporations, and we, and we really don't think about what they're really doing. We expect the media to be bad. We expect the media to bash conservatives. But when you look at the numbers, what you do is you find out they're actually making contributions to the Democrat Party. They, in this unholy trinity between government, media, and academia, all of this is manipulating for and on the behalf of a party. That is why the GOP is suing Google. Now, Google, literally more than anybody else, manipulates this data left and right. Have you ever tried searching things I personally have almost effectively disappeared on the internet. It is now almost impossible to search for me. They will put up bad articles, but to really find my work, man, they bury it deep. This is what I believe to be contribution in kind to political parties. Now, there are professors that agree with this. George Washington Law University. Jonathan Turley. Have you ever heard of Jonathan Turley? Rockstar. Rockstar. They have put out that Google is, in fact, manipulating tech. And they are forcing, in this lawsuit now, they're forcing... uh, Jen Psaki, um, Fauci, um, all these other people now to sit down and be deposed and confirm the fact that they colluded with Google and others to make sure you could not get any fair information regarding the mandates. Now what's interesting here is, as the courts hear this, this opens up a whole new can of worms. You ready for this? Because I want you to think about it. Not only is it suppressing information and racketeering, which is basically a donation in kind to the one political party that pushes it. Have you ever thought about the fact that they made corporations either pay or reimburse for the shot, or they made you pay for the test or the shots, or they forced insurance companies to pay for the shot. Now, that is classic racketeering. They forced you to do something that was not in your best interest, and it had a monetary connection to it. They threatened you, you couldn't be in business or you have to close your business or you better do this with your employees unless you paid this, unless you did these tests. you see how this works? If this goes all the way through the courts, like many expect it to do, what you're going to find is even though the initial fight is about free speech and they're showing how these tech companies are manipulating Free speech and shutting down free speech and actually becoming surrogates for the political parties. We now have a financial transaction attached to it. Every one of us not only lost money during that time, but it cost money. Our health insurance, everything went up. It was all to pay for the mandated shots. That is classic racketeering. You had no choice but to get away from it. Period. You had no choice. You were forced to do it. This may open up some interesting lawsuits coming forward and now it's being confirmed more than ever there's a group called the media research center it's a it's a conservative group that it analyzes content and it is basically now proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that google 100% manipulates its search results For the Democrats. This is a war on our republic. Most people say it's a war on our democracy, but we're a republic. They have written specific code where if you're searching for anything in the campaigns, the Democrats always come up first and the Republican content or conservative content you're looking for all of them appear 10 items or further down. By the way, your browser usually only shows the top five. That means it puts you two more clicks away before they finally find you. Most people get frustrated when it comes to a search. When you look at that search real quick, you make a decision within those four or five. They're only serving you liberal alternatives, and they're doing this to every single GOP candidate. Now, how do they know this? This Media Research Center, they analyzed all the data. You can get this data and crunch it, just kind of like, through the vote, looking at cellular data, you can look at all the search telemetry, you can get it. They're currently manipulating, and how they discovered this is just checking states. They audited Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Missouri, Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Washington, and Wisconsin. Every single one of those states, the data and the results was being manipulated by Google. This proved it beyond a shadow of a doubt. This proved that Google is taking its trillion-dollar company and giving it in kind to the Democratic Party to make sure that they do everything they can to make sure the Democrat Party wins. This is a big deal, folks. And we have teeth in it if we just all organize and talk about it. You can compare the results from Google to like Bing and, and DuckDuckGo. Um, it's being manipulated up and down. And when you compare them side by side, you see it. So usually the search results are based on your traffic your likability, your usability, as it should be, not what they want done, period. So when you think of the fact that they are marking all conservative items as spam and not letting you see the email, and social media is not letting you see the post, and now they're manipulating the search results... How much worse can it get? How far are they willing to go? Oh, that's right. They're willing to go as far as they can. T-Mobile got caught participating in it. Yeah. T-Mobile has decided certain conservative websites they don't want you to look at. And when you try to use your own phone and you try to text your family or friends, something from that site, T-Mobile will not let you do it. T-Mobile will not let you include the link. This is a digital war, folks. This is more significant than you can imagine. That is why your voice... And I keep on telling you, I don't need likes, you need shares. you got to keep on pounding it out there. You have to keep on working on it. Because they are weaponizing every single thing they can against our way of life. They are all in. For everything in our lives, our products, everything we buy, where we buy, all being pushed down to single points of light, colluding with the government, and between the government and a handful of uh, companies, they own and control everything. Uh, yeah, that's socialism, folks. That's why I'm pounding really hard on make work, go broke. <laughs> you have. Uh, that's why I did that. You know, I, and by the way, I just want to give a shout out. You Some of you don't hear it in some feeds, depending upon where you get my feed, whether it's radio or or podcast or anything. You may or may not heard about MakeWokeGoBroke.Click. It's not .com, .click. Yes, that's an extension because there's only one way to fight back, and that's to fight back with your money and not give it to these people. But this is how far they'll do it. And by the way, all the great emails and text and stuff I'm getting on all social media from everybody saying, hey, thanks for, you know, make woke, go broke, Dot kill it. Thanks for doing it. You're welcome, folks. We're going to make a difference. And that's why I try to give you that information. And that's why I say, this is a war. This is a digital war. And most people never realize it, right? They just think it's business as usual. This is not business as usual. Your ability to get the correct information. The difference between 2016 and now is staggering. We've become almost like a third world country and how much is being suppressed within our system. And there's only one remedy, that's us. And that's us getting back to the basics. I mean, it, it's nuts. We've got to get back to the basics. These people are terrified regarding the midterms that are on us. They know the writings on the wall. But I'm also telling you, don't, look, do not sit back and think, okay, conservatives got this in the bag. You're going to see polls that conservatives are just kicking butt. Do not rest on that. Do like I saw somebody in chat earlier said, I've got five people that weren't going to vote, committed to vote, And I'm going to get my 10 before the midterms. Look, if you want to save your country, you have to speak up. You have to take actions, positive actions to do things. And you've got to get people out and activate it. Now, as you see these states trying to get rid of the machines, and you see these states doing a hand count of ballots, there's a lot of great stuff going on, folks. There really is a tremendous
0: amount of great stuff. I'll tell you about it right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Okay, folks, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You have to get out and vote on Election Day coming up in these midterms. Election Day is the key. If you're voting early, it is basically giving them in advance information, And if you notice how all these states all of a sudden start having mistakes, oh, we accidentally overprinted the ballots. Oh, we accidentally sent these out and we weren't supposed to have it. Oh, we accidentally forgot the candidate on this one. They are finding ways to still get more ballots in the system. Now, when you understand that, the only way I can say it is if you love your country, get off your butt and vote in Election Day and midterms. We should have turnouts that are as big as the general election. If we took midterms just as serious as we took the general election when everybody got out and voted for President Trump, we can turn this ship around. But so many people, so many people ignore the midterms. Let me tell you how bad it is. When I look at numbers from elections and you're looking at a general election in a large area, say 3 million people it, uh, voting, 3 million people voting, it would not be uncommon for a candidate to get a million votes, 900,000 votes, 1.2 million votes, right? When you look at the midterms, these midterms are being decided with candidates winning by only getting about 12,000 votes in the same area. Why do I tell you that? It's because you were just like me and I never got out and voted in a midterm ever in my life. I screwed up, folks. I screwed the pooch. And it wasn't a pretty pooch because look what we're dealing with now. It's... It's disgusting. When you think about, when you care about it like a lottery ticket, which is what I did, and you don't care about the midterms, the Democrats do, the left do, this is part of how they keep on inserting bad candidates, bad rhinos, and bad crap right underneath our noses. Because we're not participating in the decision-making of the future of our country. How can just two years years earlier, X person in a big metropolitan area win with a million two votes, and then you come around to the midterms and somebody won with 12,000 votes? This is why we have to push hard. Now, I also want to let you know aside from these states saying we're going to count ballots and pushing back on these rat bastard secretary of states, there is great information on the horizon that. Everything is finally, possibly at the tipping point because all of you are talking it up and you're activating. Now, I think we can all agree that when Donald J. Trump, either when he was first running, either when it came leading into the 2020 campaign or now, we can all agree that he's a rock star and will draw a massive crowd. Even now, when the system suppresses everything, he still draws a massive crowd. I think both everybody, the left and the right, can agree on that. You know what you need to be paying attention to? Uh, You know what is a great indicator that we're making a difference? Right now, And this is current numbers, folks. If you thought President Trump was big in 2016, and if you thought President Trump was huge in 2020, I want you to know, 50% of the people that are attending Donald J. Trump rallies right now have never been to one of his rallies before. You truly expect the people that supported him in 16 and in 20 to be there, keep on pushing the momentum. Half of the people that are attending these rallies right now are first-timers. And it's a massive move in minorities walking away from the Democratic Party. That is the mass movement going on right now. Mass movement that people are walking away from the Democrat Party. And where it's making the biggest difference right now is Michigan, Ohio, Nevada, Arizona, and North Carolina. The numbers are off the charts. You that watch this program, and that you've been sticking with me for years, teaching you the ins and out, making you the smartest patriot in the room. So you understand how all this connects. I believe you are a very important part of this formula that has people waking up. You actually know how to discuss this with people. You actually know how to share this with people. You actually know how to discuss this with a liberal in a way that you can find common ground and say, "Let me show you how it affects you too, and why we have to focus on having great, transparent, honest, and right-to-the-number elections." I can't even imagine why, why uh, we can allow elections and have a one percent difference, and that's just okay. No way. It better be run like your banks or whatever. So with 50% of the people showing up for these new Trump rallies, it also helps you understand why they're subpoenaing Donald J. Trump, why they're trying to make it where he can't run, where they're trying to find anything they can to turn him into a criminal. They are terrified of not only him, they're terrified of you. They know you have awoken from your slumber. They know you understand what's going on. They know you are telling them all to get the hell out of your life and to cut the crap because we're not going to take this anymore. We have a country to save and we're going to do it.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not gonna take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media.